You're listening to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Welcome to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and this is episode number 24. Now, here is an interesting concept. Have you ever thought about all of the things that you have ultimately created in your life and how you actually talk about them, that might actually be causing you to have more of those negative situations. And so I want to get into how can you stop being Velcro to negative situations and actually repel those, bringing in only the good situations. So let me explain where I'm going here. Growing up, I had a grandmother who lived until she was 105 years old. And she literally had been in a car crash. She had crashed into the Bay of Japan in a full I think it was a 747 or something as big. She had been in a train crash where she, at the time, and I hate to say this, but fur coats were a big thing. (laughs) We're talking like maybe the 1950s. And she walked off out of this mangled train in her fur coat, which, by the way, was white. And of course, it was all sooted up and all that stuff. And when you hear about all those, and there were more, I mean, you name it, there came a point where we all sat around and waited for what story was next. These big stories, and each one was bigger than the next. And then it was my turn as I grew up. Having learned this type of storytelling, it was always about like, you're not going to believe this. And what started to happen was more and more of the you're not going to believe it stories started to materialize. They started to happen. And I got the bigger stories. I got the, the crazier endings. I got plenty of stories that needed to be told. And I would get them out there. I would call my mom and I would open up with, you're not going to believe what happened today. And she would just sit back and say, tell me what happened. And I would go down that storytelling time and I would start to tell it and it would get more and more elaborate and 
oh, it was, you know, there was this suspenseful side of it. And then I would share with my friends and it turned into, I mean, literally everything that I did had this, oh my God, moment where you're not going to believe it. And it got just, it just kept going. And it was like a snowball of stories to the point where I remember calling a girlfriend and saying, all right, you're not going to believe this. And she said, oh, no, 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 I bet I will. And I would tell the story and then she would tell her story and it would be like her story, my story, her story. And it would always be around kind of the my story's bigger than your story. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had those conversations where you're just like, and you, and you realize, and sometimes you don't realize what you're actually doing. And that is by, by kind of like sensationalizing these stories, you're creating more of those types of stories in your life. Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> what did I just say? Yes. If you think about that we think about 60,000 thoughts in an hour, in an hour, and roughly 9 out of 10 thoughts revolves around the negative. That's just the way our mind is programmed from way back when. And so when you think about what I was doing, what my grandmother does, what maybe you do or did, it's actually going down this path of you're feeding into that negativity area, that those negative thoughts, and people are expecting from you the dramatic, the, the big stories that, ooh, I can hardly wait for the ending. That, like, what's it going to be? And what ends up happening is you deliver. Yeah, have them. But then your life becomes like a bad drama, <laughs> like a bad sitcom that just keeps going. And it becomes a lot. The pressure of having all of these big dramatic situations starts to weigh on you. And you know, I am somebody that prides myself on the silver lining. But when it just keeps coming at you, sometimes we don't even have enough time to think about the silver lining because... Yet another big, bold, bodacious thing is coming at you. And so I really would like to tell you what I ended up doing and how I help my clients actually get through this kind of spiral, snowball, keep building, 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 building to finally, it literally becomes so big and you realize I can't go on anymore. It's just too darn exhausting, <laughs> right? Have you ever had that? Or you have somebody who calls you and tells you stories and you're like, 
oh my God, I can't even deal with that person right now. It's just, there's, it's just too much. It's just too many, too many things going on. I've got enough going on in my life to hear about all these other dramatic things. So at some point you wake up and you realize, you know what, it's too much. It's just plain old too much. And so here's how you can stop the cycle. You can stop feeling like you are Velcro and things are just like they stick to you and they just won't come off. And even if you, you know, just shake it, it doesn't come off. Think about that Velcro wheel. Have you ever seen any of those at, you know, like a fair and you can run up and jump and you're wearing a Vel Velcro suit and all of a sudden you just go boop and you, you like get stuck on that thing that's circular turning and it turns you and turns you and turns you. All right. Kind of like the hamster in that, you know, the hamster wheel. We got to get you off of the Velcro wheel. Got to get you off. And what we really want to do is help you repel all those negative situations. And so I'm going to give you three steps that you can literally start to work on right now. Number one is realize that you are the thinker of your thoughts and that you have a choice of what you are going to think. You have a choice of how you are interpreting situations. And this is so critical because when you realize that, that how you interpret a situation and you think about that situation, you can tone it down. It doesn't have to be like, you know, <laughs> off the charts, Mount Everest, all in, it could, you could actually make it simpler. You could downplay it. You could not give it the legs of this crazy event. Huh. Interesting to think that way. When something happens, just bring it down to kind of a lower decibel level. Turn it down, turn down the notch. And so realize that you're the thinker of your thoughts and be able to turn it down. Number two, notice your word choice. As I told you, I was sitting there saying, you're not going to believe this. I mean, I'm already setting myself up, right? And there's people that, you know, will, will say to me, you know, Hillary, I was just in the wrong place. I'm always in the wrong place. And I want you to think about those words as well. I'm always in the wrong place. What do you think that is telling your brain to go find more things that are in the wrong place? So I want you to really be thinking about your word selection. And instead of saying something like, I'm always in the wrong place, say, you know what? I'm always in the perfect place. I am exactly where I should be. And start noticing that your word choice will then start to bring about more of what you're ultimately looking for, which is 
positive situations. So number three is this concept of something in our brain called the RAS, the Reticular Activation System Center. It's whatever, a couple different ways to say it, but I like to call it the system. And think of it like when you're thinking about going and getting a car and all of a sudden you have that car in mind and you start to see it out in the road and you're like, there it is, there it is, there it is. Or you really are thinking about, you know, it in white and then there it is, there it is. Well, that's what your brain does for you. What you ask it to focus on, it will focus on. You know, if you say, don't hit the pole, don't hit the pole, what are you going to do? You're going to hit the pole. Trust me. I have done this so many times on a bike where that would be a bicycle, not like a like a motorcycle bike. <laughs> this is just a plain old bike. And I have this weird thing that happens when there's two poles and I've got to ride my bike through this narrow like entrance, this narrow. I will literally say, don't hit the pole, don't hit the pole. And I mean, nine out of 10 times I hit that darn pole. Another thing is if I'm out playing golf and I'm like, don't hit that water, don't hit the water, don't hit the whoop, there goes the ball right into the water. And I am sure you all can think about situations where this RAS system totally messes with you and lo and behold, you did exactly what you said you didn't want to do because again, your brain, your subconscious brain doesn't know the difference between don't and do. So for it, it just says, you know, hey, do hit the pole. Do hit the pole. Just, just, you know, hit the pole. Hit the pole. And so that's exactly what happens when you start to focus on this. And so you focus on this and you get more of this. So instead, focus on the positive situations that you want to have happen, like when you're getting that car, right? But think of them. Think of what kind of positive situations do you want to have happen and spend more time thinking about those, picturing those, and that's in turn what you're going to get back. So, practice these because then what happens is where you start to see it is in situations where, all right, now all of a sudden you're starting to see the silver linings that have come from some of these past events, but because you were looking at them in a different way, you're bringing in more of the positive situations you want, you're creating more, all of a sudden your silver linings, these, these awesome things that are happening that used to not happen for you are starting to happen over and over and over again. And that's when you can say, like I can now, like my clients can, oh my gosh, I used to have so many things happen and now I look at things very differently. I look at them and I can appreciate, all right, I kind of like, you know, look up to God in the universe and I say, "Uh uh-huh, I know what you just did. (laughs) And darned if I wasn't a part of that whole process. So try it out and definitely head on over in Facebook to the 
relaunch effect. That's the free members Facebook group. And share with us, what are you starting to notice? How are you starting to focus on new things? What things are you focusing on? Because that's over in that group is where we have the conversations. And I am so excited to hear about how these three tips are helping increase those positive situations in your life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you felt a connection to this episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch, please head over to iTunes now. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a good review and help others find silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to all of the bonuses and notes from the show today in our treasure chest, which you have access to for free by texting 55444 and typing in treasure chest. Or you could go to our private Facebook group, The Relaunch Effect, Living a Life You Love. Together we've hit the reset button for you, turning your transitions into a transformation. Until next time, don't forget, there's always a silver lining.